coming up on The Kim Gravel Show. I brought two journals. One was from 2022 and one was from 1991. And writing it down every day about what I don't have. And Lord, please help me get it. And he's sitting there going, well, honey, I gave you a brain. Can you just go on and click the switch, flip the switch? This doesn't just apply to weight loss, Zach. This can apply to anything that has been weighing you down and causing you to mentally struggle for years. You say, Kim, can it happen that fast? It can. This is the Kim Gravel Show. Let's just go on and spill the tea. This is one of the realest persons I've ever met. My mission is to encourage every single woman. We're here to lift y'all up. There's no one more effective than moms. You mess with the bull, you gonna get the horns. I need coffee, I need Jesus, and I need therapy. (laughs) (laughs) If you can bring a smile to people's faces, why would you not? True confidence is knowing who you are and why you're here. Hey, everybody, it's the Kim Gravel Show, and it is a time in the week, whenever you're listening to this, that we come together and we reach for leveling up our lives. You know what I'm saying by that? Like, we are always looking to better level up, get more out of life than um, what we have in the past and what we know there's more going forward. So, Today is a really, huh, it's it's a time to do that. So this is, I want to call this kind of like the selfish episode, Zach. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, I and don't I, know what you mean, okay, but I'm intrigued. Well, I say selfish because I, it's so funny. The older I get, the s- more selfless I become in a selfish way. It's the weirdest thing. It's becoming this where I'm putting myself and my well-being, you know, we're taught as people and as as humans and as women, the more we sacrifice ourselves, the better mom we are, the better parent we are, the more we're giving to our family. And and I don't think that's true. Hmm. I really believe in that whole thing. Put your oxygen mask on. You have the planes going down. (laughs) You put yours on before you put your everybody else's on. (laughs) Is that where we are, Kim? Are we on a plane that's going down? We we need an oxygen mask. Into the cliff? All right, perfect. You know what I'm saying? So you put yours on, and then you have to put yours on, and then you have to put one on me. Right. (laughs) Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I I, I agree with that philosophy, and I think I wish I had learned that a lot younger, because I think I would have been, um, I think I would have gotten more and leveled up more more in my life earlier on, you know, because this is the thing. The sky's the limit. There is no limits to your life except for mm-hmm. what you put um, put on yourself. Yes. And so when we were talking about the 37 pounds of weight loss that I have that I have accomplished. Yay, I'm so excited. Yay! I know. Thank you, Zach. Ready. Thank you. <laughs> and you know what? I mean, if y'all wanted to stand up and clap, I'd take that too. I mean, I'm at a place where I'm like, thank you God. And thank you, all my journals, and we're going to get into that in a minute. And thank you, Zach, and everyone, because I, it has been a game changer. I mean, when you think you can't grow, okay, get ready. Buckle up, Buttercup, because I was, you know, I was really in a great place with my life. I mean, I have two great children who wear me out, okay? I just was off the phone with one of them fighting him. (laughs) About this topic that we're going to talk about today. Um, about this topic? Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh, yes. Oh, wait. I got stories. Um, I, I have a wonderful husband. I've got a great career. But this particular area of my life has been 
a brick and I have been drowning slowly with this. And I think we all have them, Zach. Do you know what I'm saying? Everybody got their thing that is their Achilles heel or their struggle. Would you agree with that? I 100% agree with that. And I appreciate the 90s music reference too. Um, she's a brick and I'm drowning, drowning yeah. slowly. Thank you. Ben Foles. Yeah. Ben Foles 5. Love that. Uh-huh. Love that. But it, it's the truth. I mean, we've all got the struggle. There's no one above the struggle. And, and what I yeah. do is I don't judge everybody else's struggle because struggle is struggle and pain is pain. So if yours is, you know, your health struggle, if yours is financial, if yours is, you know, a dream you haven't been able to accomplish, if yours is a weight loss, whatever you are struggling with, this is part two to the episode that I think can be a game changer for you if you decide it is okay that's the key word I, can i can i just break in here Kim, because uh-huh. it is already actually th- what we talked about last time on the show is okay. already something that i feel like i'm seeing certain struggles in my life okay. differently and i'm not what do you like, mean by no, that no, what do you mean by that yeah so what i mean is uh, so i'll have like 20 things I want to do on my to-do list, right? For work, right? There'll be like a ton of stuff. And I know that like, really, I'm only going to get like two of them done in a day. Right. And I always tell myself and I always stress myself out. I got, I'm going to get five of these things done. And, you know, then I feel bad at the end of the day. And so now, and this is such a small thing, but I'm like, what do I know? I know Ooh. that like these things are going to get done. And I know that like, I'm going to like, these other things just aren't. And I'm going to have to be okay with that. Like, Cause you know, deep, deep down, deep in my mind, I'm like, I know what this is. I do this every day. I, I kill myself every day with this same struggle. Why? I, I think because we worship and adore and promote and love, and it's our comfy blanket, the struggle. We get so comfortable yeah. with that struggle that that becomes the thing that we expect and that we feed and it grows. Y'all, I'm telling yeah. you, I, 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 you've heard about these people who have these amazing breakthroughs or like I, I had a, I had a friend who was, um, was in high school and she got in a drunk driver hit her and she was paralyzed from oh. the waist down. And she was an amazing athlete. She was just an amazing athlete, like all around, like basketball, soccer. I mean, on the trajectory to becoming this, you know, college athlete and just really an overachiever fantastically gifted by God, worked hard the whole nine yards, but she was paralyzed from the waist down. And it took her, now look, I'm not discounting that because that's huge. It took her many years to work through that struggle. But there was a point, I remember talking to her about this, that she just shifted and decided not to make the struggle this thing she put on a pedestal, Zach. And, and even with you yeah. doing your little to-do worksheet, you know, to-do thing and saying, and just making the, it's not the, it's not your list that holds you captive. It is this, am I doing enough that holds you yeah. captive? Oh my gosh, Kim. Right? Am, am I right? Yeah, that is exactly it. It's like, I'm not doing enough. And I don't feel like I'm doing enough for anything. And this isn't supposed to be oh. a therapy session well, for well, me. No, but I mean, no, I mean. It's I, like. I'm here today and, you know, my, we just moved, right? Right. And my wife, Camille, is just starting her new job. You know, our daughter's homesick today. It was yeah. supposed to be her first full-time day of daycare, Correct. finally, Correct. after this move. And, you know, it's like, I don't feel like I'm doing enough for any of it. I right. don't feel like I'm right. doing enough for work. And I feel like I'm not doing enough to help 
right. you know, with with Haley and with my family. And it's just like, you can't have it always. Well, I got and, so tickled. Can you I know, I know it's so much more than that, but. It is. Yeah. And it's so funny that you said this, because I, can, I, can I do a, a you know, I, in my book, I talk about the 10 words of wisdom for mom and dad, you know? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Can I give you a yeah. little Brooks Hardy 101 oh, wisdom? Give it to me. Because I used to, you said, I don't think I'm ever doing enough and I don't know if I'm doing enough. And yeah. my dad, now this is deep, so let's, let's go with it. Because okay. I would say that. I would say, right. dad, am I doing it? He said, I said, dad, I just, I just hope I'm humble. I just want to stay humble. And I just want, he said, Kim, the fact that you asking yourself, are you humble? Tells me you're humble. The fact that you're saying, am I doing enough, Zach? Tells me you're doing enough. Because people who don't do enough, definitely don't talk about not doing enough. And he had a point, right? Like he has a point. Yeah. And I think we beat ourselves up because we live in the indecisive comfort zone of struggle. It's not that we're really comfortable in the struggle. It's just the habit of staying in that has made us comfortable. It's not the actual circumstance. Remember when my dad says, you're not a fat girl, you're just living like one. That was another thing he yeah. was in awe. We're not our struggle. We are so much more than that. But we have told ourselves and we perpetually repeat the cycle. Why is it so much harder to be negative to ourselves than it is to believe the positive? And even cocky, confident, uh, gregarious, balls out people, ballsy people, they're I'm the best. Deep down inside, it's so much easier to believe the insecurity. Yeah. It is. Okay, so so that's part of what we're going to finish up this little weight loss moment that I've had, these little, this little growth moment, the Kim's growth moment that I've had in my personal life. And it's, it's so amazing because I'm just having this conversation with my son. My oldest son, I'm going to just tell you all right now. Lord have mercy. I wouldn't even say this because he ain't never listening to this. So until he's older, you know, he don't, they think I'm such an idiot. <laughs> yeah, he's not going to listen to My this. oldest son, who is brilliant, who is his superpower. I mean, his calling in life is strength, is to be strong. So that, that's it. To be strong. Nice. If I had to say what his calling yeah. is. But Zach, to be strong, what do you have to do? What you, this is like a no. Like just answer the question. Like to be a strong teasers. person, physically, mentally, you have what? to have strength. You have to work out. How do you, you get strength? Like, How do you get strength? You need to work at it. Work you at need it. To work out. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Also, you have to go through a lot of crap and things that make you strong. <laughs> you have to be sore. Yeah. Exactly. Right? You got to get sore in order to okay? get strong. Yeah. He's so yeah. mentally strong. I mean, he doesn't know it's his superpower. See, I can see it in him. He can't see it in himself. He's sixteen. So, but right. I, I keep trying to tell him, baby, that's your superpower. But how do you get strong? You don't get strong by things being easy. It is that tension. It is that resistance. It is all of that. Because yeah. he's in a resistor. He is not going to follow nobody. He ain't going to do what you say. He's not going to do it the way you... Oh, Kim. Oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> got one of those, too. <laughs> got well, one and, of and those, that, And that's fantastic. What a great attribute. But what we forget is the very thing that frustrates us and that aggravates us is the thing, it, it, you can trace that back to what your calling is. So whatever struggle you're going through, Zach, or anybody listening to me, is because that's connected to part of your greatness. The fact that you're so organized, Zach, in such a producer's mind, and you can't click off all of those buttons yep, and make it perfect, that, that's, 
That's exactly why you're that way. That's exactly why you struggle so much right. in that area is because that's your superpower. Right. Okay. okay. So I should. So is. So do I just embrace it? I mean, that's that's the answer, yes. right? You just you just. And now look, I'm not a counselor and I say this all the time. I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm just telling you what has worked for me in my personal life. And in this particular thing we're talking about today, Zach, I have just been through it in the last two months, two and a half months. Okay. It started in May for me. Um, okay. So you don't ignore it. What I do is I lean into it and I ask the question, why? Why am I lying to myself? Why am I torturing myself mentally with this? Why am I always saying I can do it? I need to do it. I know I got to do it, but I don't do it. Why do I do that to myself? And it's because I haven't decided to put it in its proper place and put my calling in its proper place. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. Because mental shifts are hard and, and they're very hard. And, um, or they are for me. Some of you people might be mental strength geniuses. I am, yep. I am in the remedial <laughs> class when it comes to mental shift strengths. Okay. All right. I yeah, it only took you 20 years. I ain't even college <laughs> prep. Okay. I'm not even college prep. I'm talking about remedial, just a regular old below average, try, honey, bless her heart. Just get her on through. That is my grade level when it comes to mental shifts. And I'm thick, so it takes me a hot minute. But I'm going to tell you what happened to me in May. I had brought two yeah. journals, Zach. And you asked me to bring okay. my journals and I'm a journaler and yes. I've been journaling since when I was a teenager. Okay. I just brought oh two. Gosh. One is from okay. 1991. Wow. And Wait, one, the year you won Miss, uh, Miss, Miss Georgia. Georgia. And one okay. is from, hold on, let me pull it, pull it, pull it, pull it. Hold on, people. Hold on. One is from, oh Lord, I didn't date this one. Hold on. I'll show you. Because I always try to date it and I put the time on. Okay. But this is new. So I said, okay, this one is from 2022. Okay. Okay. After the break, I'm going to read my journal from January 13th of 1991 and tell you how long it took me to make the decision to change. I'll, I'll read that when we get right back. Don't go away. You don't want to miss this. Eating better is so easy with Factors Delicious ready-to-eat meals. I am so glad that Factor sponsors the show because I love eating my Factor meals. I've got to tell you, and when you sign up at factormeals.com slash Kim50 and you use code Kim50, you get 50% off and you are supporting yourself with great food and you're supporting this show. So thank you so much. There are so many choices. It's fresh, never frozen meals delivered right to your door. The food is restaurant quality and dietitian approved, and it's ready to go, literally, y'all, in two minutes with no prep and no mess. But none of that matters if it doesn't taste good, and Factor meals are delicious. I'm telling you, I fight my kids for them, okay? Y'all, they have over 35 different options to choose from every single week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. And there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long, like snacks, breakfast foods. I'm telling you, the sky's the limit here. So what are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash Kim50 and use code Kim50 to get 50% off. That's code Kim50 at factormeals.com slash Kim50 to get 50% off and start eating healthy in the easiest way possible today. 
Support for today's episode comes from Honey Love, where you can use my exclusive link to get 20% off your entire order by going to honeylove.com slash Kim. Because y'all, bras and shapewear can be so uncomfortable. Let me just give you an example, okay? So you know my BFF, Amy. We were singing and traveling around, and I would wear this girdle. And when I mean girdle, I'm talking about it took two people to pull that sucker on. One in the front and one in the back. And Amy was in the back pulling up my girdle. <laughs> and as soon as she did, uh, I heard, it it snapped and all my innards came outers. Okay. So when I tell you that shapewear had to change for me, it had to. And I wish I had Honey Love back then because shapewear shouldn't be so hard. And Honey Love is easy to put on. It's easy to take off and it's effortless to wear. Their products make you look good and feel amazing. Whether you're about to hit the stage for a big event or you just need an everyday little boost of confidence just to have that little support, Honey Love is the perfect plus one. So treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash Kim. Use my exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash Kim. And after you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. And please support our show and tell them you heard about them from us, The Kim Gravel Show. We're back. We're talking about the power of a decision. How can your life shift? How can you have a mental shift, Zach, with just a decision? That it's just recently happened to me. And I honestly can say in my 52 years, it's the only time it's happened for me. Okay. I have done a lot of- Is that true? Wait. It's true. Right Wait, you've, you've had so much success. Okay. So okay. all of that, like, yes. you've been struggling and fighting this despite all of the success you've Dude, already had. Decades. 1991. Do the math. How many years ago right. was that? When this started, really started before, but this is just, do I just really brought that journal. <laughs> yeah, do the math, do the math. All right, 30, 32 years. 32 years. I've been struggling with this for 32 years and I'm going to read it to prove it. But let, let me, let me share this with you. You say, you, cause you say, Kim, really, you've done so many things. And I have, y'all look, I'm accomplished. I'm, I'm not, I'm tooting my own horn here. I'm successful. I, I am blessed beyond measure. I certainly don't deserve it. I've worked hard for it, but, and I've manifest things, but I have never, flipped a switch of decision and something fall into place in my 52 years as this did this past May. Okay. So okay. tell us about it. So I don't even know if we can cover it in two episodes, but we're going to try. So okay. um, I'm going to start by reading a journal entry. I have, I brought two journals. One was from 2022 and one was from 1991. And I'm going to read a couple of pages and give you the dates and time. So I want you to kind of get because you're like, yeah, that's the, I'm saying 30 something years, but I want you to understand where my mind was. Okay. And how much this tormented me, like your little list torments you, how this tournament tormented me for 30 something years. Can we, can we orient to, um, mm -hmm. so you won Miss Georgia in 1991. Right. What month was that? Like, when was that in the year? That was June. That was June. Okay. Was June. So you're reading from January. Right. So you're, okay, six months before you won Miss Georgia, you're on your way. And I was gorgeous. I was thin. I and was you were gorgeous. gorgeous. I would kill to be that size right now. But I'm just <laughs> telling you, know, I just say like, if I was half that size, I'd be running around naked. I'd be doing this particular podcast <laughs> with a thong on. This would be right? naked podcast. There'd be, naked you know, big, and can we just be a blur? Naked it would be a lot of podcasting. blurring. Yes, be a lot of blurring. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm giving you perspective here. Um, All right. Uh, 
first day of a new journal. So clearly I hadn't started until January 13th. Okay. First day of a new journal in the new year. Uh, not so sure what 1991 has to offer, but I'm excited about my future. I'm excited about possibly becoming Miss Georgia, or at least trying to be. You don't know what you've got till it's gone. And I guess I'm, I'm either spoiled or ignorant, but I have been feeling like, Lord, you are done with me. You're 18. You're 18 19, when you wrote this? 19. 19. Oh. I know you and your word does not fail. And when trials hit and things seem out of my control and like I can't accomplish all my dreams, I know you're in control. Guide my steps. And what I'm talking about in steps, God. <laughs> like he don't know. <laughs> like, yeah, you have to define steps. That's good. No, like explaining you know, right. to God is a good. Right. It's always good. It's always good for me, at least. <laughs> always good. I'm asking yeah. for divine intervention with Miss Georgia. Please just write and bless through me. I don't know what that means. Allow me to be used. What should it be about? What should I say? I guess I was talking about the interview part. I love you yeah. and I trust you. I'm asking you. Listen to this. For supernatural control with my eating and my health. So I was at the best shape of my life with six months. I might not have been in the best shape because I've always loved a ding dong, a ho ho, or a hostess, you know, honey bun. <laughs> yeah. We, <laughs> but, and if you want evidence of that, read Kim's but here book, I go. Collecting Confidence. So of, all yeah. of the little journal up and then is so sweet. And God, you're good. But here we go. Here, here, is, here is the hang up. Here's, the, here's where the okay. dysfunction starts and the lack of making a decision. Okay. Um, I'm asking you for supernatural control with my eating and my health. I'm trying to do my best with it. <sighs> no food is not the way to go. And I'm trying to eat as little as I can and pull it together before the pageant. But I need supernatural healing and your touch to do this. Please, Lord, help me in this. <sighs> Created me a pure heart and a spirit towards others. Okay, boop, boop, boop. That's just a little. Ooh, la, la, la. That section that I just read to you. Yeah. Do you see the struggle in that? Yeah. I it's it's amazing that I mean, would you consider that that idea, like what you were even writing in that? Like, mm -hmm. would you even consider that like healthy at all? No. Like, would you No. 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 Yeah. Look, I say pray to God. Here's here's the here's January 14th, the next day. I'm not gonna read it all to okay. you. I'm, I'm gonna get to the good stuff. Cause I just okay. I fluff and stuff until I get to the good stuff. You know what I'm saying? To the right. real stuff. Well, it takes you a minute to get there. That's the process of writing a journal, right? Of course. That's the point. Today, God, I ask you for supernatural willpower with my health and my eating. That's January 14th of 91. That's the January, next day. Okay, next day. Here's January 19th. Uh Today, I need you, and I need a breakthrough with my health. That's the first line. <sighs> mental and physical. I need a mental reboot, and I need to lose weight. Please take my obsession with food away. Allow my mind peace and focus. Okay, that's January 19th. I, I, I'm not going to go on because it's, it's every day in this book. It's every single yeah, day. Yeah, pick a random, like, seriously, pick a random page. Let's see if you, right. what's on I'm going to pick a random page from 2022. Okay. Okay. We're jumping to 2022, 2022. Now. Okay. I have to remind myself that you are my source. My obsession with food and eating is not only a social aspect, but it's an aspect of comfort for me. 
Lord, you are my ultimate source of strength, hope, love, and joy. Today, please give me full joy and not just in food. Okay, I'm just going to tell you all this. So these journals are full, full with this. And that was in 2022. I could go on and on and on. I don't want to bore you with my journals. This feels to me like almost a breakthrough. Like hearing, hearing Kim at 19 in the best shape of your life have this struggle. Mm-hmm. And, and it's a different type of struggle, right? Because you were competing. But it's the same. It's exactly the same. Right. Struggle is so struggle. Many ways. Struggle is struggle. And hearing it and then seeing it and... Well, let me ask like, you a question, Zach. Yeah. How long have you been struggling with what you just said at the beginning of this episode? How many years? I mean, my whole career. Okay. What does that my mean? How career. many? Give it to me in, in, I, in numbers. You know, it's like, you know, so I started, I mean, I started working on movies when I was 18. Okay. I've, I so worked, you were 18, I worked 19, on movies right. okay. all through. Yeah. So right. it's been, you know, almost 20 years. Okay. And it's I, a long time. Yeah. You know, and, and you're right. Like, this is how I do it. I, you know, this, that's, that's what we say, right? There's like, it's like this really twisted, like there's the right way, there's the wrong way and there's my way. Right. <laughs> and it's like, well, your way's terrible. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. Well, the reason I'm triggered with this or, or was triggered with this. Um, and the reason I wanted to do this is because just to remind everybody in May of this year to mid July, I've lost 37 yeah. pounds mm-hmm. um, with minimal effort. And I know that's going to tick a lot of people off, but it's, it's the truth. And what I mean by minimal effort, I'm not saying I didn't cut back. I'm not saying I didn't take brisk walks and, you know, enjoy them with Travis and having these deep, you know, conversations with my kids as right. we were doing it. But minimal effort mean it was not a mental strain and a, journal-worthy problem for me. And it was it was around Mother's Day, and I was writing in my journal the same old thing that you heard me read out of three or four entries. And I just said, what's, what, what's going on? Why am I still doing this? And, and keep in mind, y'all, I have been praying and asking God to just release me from it. I mean, you've read my journal entries, and, I, and, and you say, won't he do it? Yes, he'll do it. You can continue to pray and all that, but you've got to decide. He's already given me the power to conquer this through him, but I had to make the decision. So that day in May, I said, ah, I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> I'm not dancing around this mountain. I'm not running around it. I'm not walking up it. I'm not walking through it. I, I, I'm done. And y'all, I decided that day, and then two and a half months later, I was 37 pounds down. It was like the weight of the struggle was gone, and my body caught up. The weight fell off. And it was, it was Zach, and I said this in the last episode, I, after that happened, my son experienced that with a basketball story, yep. which I'm telling you, I'm so yep. sick of basketball, I could die, but I'm telling you... <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for basketball because it's been so many life lessons through that stupid sport. I swear. And then this is a women's lifestyle and basketball podcast. Right? For the record. Oh my God. <laughs> and basketball moms, you know, reach out because you know, grandmas, you know what I'm talking about. But then another friend of mine, Kelly, my facialist, she went through it too. And she, she started losing, I think in April, she, she decided 
She made an AI picture of herself, what she would look like, lost 50 pounds. And she did it in like like three and a half, almost four months with ease. It had been a struggle for her for decades. Now, look, this doesn't just apply to weight loss, Zach. This can apply to anything that has been weighing you down and causing you to mentally struggle for years. You say, Kim, can it happen that fast? It can. It can. Well, the shift is already happening for me. Like I'm already like, okay, what do I know? What do I know I'm going to do today? What do I know I'm not going to do? And I know it. I know it in the morning. I don't have to feel like I'm rushing to get to somewhere and then feel disappointed in myself. That's just a really, that's just a terrible pattern, right? It is. And that, that pattern though felt normal. Like if I didn't have that pattern, it felt off. Well, if you didn't have that pattern of thinking, what what would you fill it with? I mean, we get right. so we that's get that's the question. That's it. We get such a creature of like we we don't even understand the power of a decision. I mean, I read that quote. I mean, uh, decision is directly yeah. related to destiny, and action doesn't begin until you make a decision. But we are we are action oriented people. Tell me what I need to do. Tell me what I need to do. But don't do anything until you've decided what you want to do. I mean, I can't. People yeah. get married because of that. They get married. They, they decide to get married, and, and they really haven't made a decision of what kind of partner they want and what kind. They just it all just it it all just. I'm in love, and I'm this. No, baby, that is the big, biggest decision you'll ever make, and it needs to be thought through. I know what you mean. Can I ask you a question, Kim, yeah. on that? Yeah. So, and this, I don't, I don't have any other context other than reading the book and we can cut this if you don't want to go here. We'll go here. Um, but your first marriage. Yeah. <laughs> I bet if you go back and interrogate like sort of what you were thinking in the mm-hmm. back of your head, did mm-hmm. you know somewhere deep down, really deep down, yes. like where yes. you sort of were afraid to even look that that first marriage wasn't going to work before you even started. Yes. But you did it anyway. I did it anyway. And we all do that. We all do yeah. it. And, and just like we know, we know we have the power to make a decision, to make a change. And when I say flip a switch, I mean in May, I flipped a switch. And how yeah. come I did it then and couldn't do it for 30 plus years? See, that... <laughs> That's what we're talking about. So what was the inciting thing? What was it? We're reading these journals, I'm like, good God, Kim, how many times are you going to write the same thing? I mean, it was just, I had had enough. I had had enough. But, but, but what I want to say to everybody else is, I don't care where you are with your life, you can, you can have enough right now. It, 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 people say, well, the timing wasn't right and all that. The timing is right when you say it's right. The timing could have been right a long time ago. I enjoyed sitting there writing that every single day. I got some, I didn't know if I enjoyed it. Let me say, I got something out of it. I can tell you that, or I wouldn't have done it. Yeah. And and what I'm saying is to everyone listening, and what I'm trying to say to my 16-year-old son today, I don't want you to be 52 and realize that your decisions, in your decisions lies a great power for you. See, we're not making decisions like they're important. We're making decisions like they're part of a to-do list. Yeah. 
I live my life as a to-do list. I think so many right? of us do. Because we are action-oriented. Remember the quote. But action doesn't start or doesn't equal success until you decide. So many people are taking action and have never made the decision of what they really want. See, I decided, you know what? I do want to look better. I do want to feel healthier. I do want to have more energy. And writing it down every day about what I don't have, and Lord, please help me get it. And he's sitting there going, well, honey, I gave you a prank, and you just go on and click the switch, flip the switch. Well, it suddenly became who you were, right? Because now, you know, some people are like, oh, I'm, I'm a runner and I run every day. And, you know, that you weren't born that way or I'm a, you know, whatever, insert thing that's healthy, right? I, I eat healthy. I cook my own meals and I, whatever. Well, I, I eat those factor meals we've gotten. They're so good. <laughs> I know. They're great. I mean, I I'm going to have one right after the, I, know. I literally have like half an hour between my next, when this ends and my next thing and I have an appointment and I'm going to eat a factor meal and it's going to be excellent. I'm, I'm just so saying I'm like, so excited. But, but, but it's not even a struggle. Like it's now, it's just like, I, the struggle was, oh my God, making the decision. It wasn't the actual work to get there. It, honestly, that's what we struggle with. That's the mental shift we're talking about today is that power of decision. And uh, like, like for me in my time, I, um, I'm just like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to do that ever. And so that's what I'm not going to do. And, and, and Amy and I were talking about this cause she was like, well, my hard work. And I'm like, girl, your hard work did not get you to lose weight. That's not what happened. You just woke up that right. one day and decided you were going to do it and you put in the hard work and, and the results were there. But we yeah. also, she became a gym person. She became someone that she works became out became what she decided to become. Yes. yes and I exactly. want to tell you this. When you make the decision, it's hard work, but it doesn't feel like that. So what we're doing is we're putting our to-do list before our action before our decision. And so it's always resistant. If we make a decision and the action follows that, it, it takes the mental load off of us. I totally, totally get it. I don't I know totally if I get, get it, it. This but is it starting makes to sense. click. It's starting to click for okay. me. No, I think, and I'm hoping that it's starting to click for the folks that are that are watching this and listening to this. Well, if it's not, call can us. I, call us and leave us a message and can, we'll, we'll yeah, talk about it. Yeah, call us. Let us know because we'll, yeah, we'll get into it. Can I, can I ask you a question though, Kim? Especially because like, you know, we sort of talked about I, I don't know what you want to call it. Like unhealthy habits around food. And <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, I'm, I'm an expert there. I'm ex an expert on yeah. that. Yeah. Well, right. I mean, yeah. and it's so much of it is so unhealthy about dieting and about weight loss and about yeah. body image and, and all of that. Well, it's and everywhere. I think, like, it's everywhere. There's so much to unpack there, but I, I wonder what you're like, how can I put this? I wonder how you would react if I said like, the whole way that we're talking about this, the whole way that this is positioned in our society, which is like, this is your target weight, you know, get to your target weight. Mm -hmm. And then suddenly it's like this golden, oh, you're there. Like, but it's not how it works. Right. And then mm -hmm. that's why I think we get so many comments. We've had over 220 comments on the episode that we did with David Venable talking about weight loss. Right. And so many of those comments were about 
people's weight loss journeys themselves. And I did this diet and I lost 30 pounds and then I gained it back right, and then right. I lost okay, it and I gained, gained it back. Because you gained it back because the decision, yeah. they, they didn't make a decision. And see, so what happened with right. David Venable was the doctor motivated him to make the decision. But the decision yeah. was made and he ain't going back. That's why he won't mm -hmm. yo-yo. Mark, mark my words, David ain't going back. He's not going to go back. Um, I'm not going to go back. You're going to come and see me, you know, and I don't, I only want, I, if I, if it's meant for me to lose another 12 pounds, continuing the path, the healthy path I'm on right now. Great. If not, I look great. Yeah. I've lost 37 pounds. I'm down two dress sizes. Uh, my, uh, A1C is down. My um, energy is there. My health is is stronger. I'm, I have more energy to just last the day. Um, uh, uh, there's so many benefits from that. But but for me, the motivation wasn't getting healthy. The motivation for me was I'm tired. I'm a person. I'm like, look, if it ain't working, I ain't doing it. If it ain't if it's not gonna be successful, I ain't playing with it. I mean, that's just me. I'm, I'm that kind of a realist person. And I thought, well, Kim, this ain't working for you. Just murmuring and complaining about it. Just make, you have to just make a decision and do it. But when I tell you after I did, it wasn't hard work. That, that is what, that is where I'm telling you it, I had to do some work, but it wasn't like, oh God, I can't get a Big Mac meal at McDonald's. It wasn't torture. It's the way you start to just start looking at your life and yes, thinking like, yes. what do I, what do I really know? Yes. What do I really, really know? Where's right. the place that I'm scared to look that I know the answer? I, I want, you, I want you to go through the journals of your past. So, so, so listen to me, I'll give you some actionable items here. And you say, well, Kim, I didn't journal, but you got it up here. You know what I'm talking about. I want or, you to- Or social media posts. Whatever. People, I mean, yeah, people whatever. journal their lives on social media now. Do their yeah. lives, but a lot of people don't share their innermost- Oh, well, that's true. Okay. So what sure. I want to say to you is, because we've all got them, what I want to say to you is go back through the journal of your mind of something, and, and don't do, I mean, you say, Kim, I got seven things. We're not going to tackle seven. We're going to do one at a time, sweet Jesus. We're going to do one. I want you to go through whatever your struggle is. Mine, mine wasn't my struggle of weight. Keep in mind, mine was my struggle of mindset about my weight, okay? So whatever yours is, okay? So I want you to look at your life and determine what the struggle is that you are celebrating, worshiping, and putting on a pedestal. Zach said earlier, his was his to-do list. Mine happened yeah. to be my journaling about my weight every single day of my life for 30 plus years. I want you to determine what that thing is. What is your struggle that you need to make a decision on? Let's start there, okay? And Zach, I like what you said. Sit with it. Think it through. Why is it a struggle? Why has it been a struggle for so long? Because I promise you, it's not like it's been a struggle for a week. What I'm talking about is that brick that's been tied around your waist and that you have been swimming trying to get to the top of that lake or that ocean and it drags you down and you get up and it drags you. That's the struggle I'm talking about. And you got one. We've all got them. And, and define what that is and sit with it for a hot minute. Email us what it is. Get it off your chest. We, we, we won't share unless you want us to. T tell, define what that is first because 
you say, well, Kim, that hasn't stopped your life. It has. It has. Hmm. It has stopped me in so many ways and not the weight. It has been my thoughts about the weight. <laughs> right. Because your weight, it hasn't stopped you from... It's been the thoughts about the struggle. No, it's been... All right. It's been the thoughts about... Let me read. Let me say that. It's been the thoughts about the struggle. Because as soon as I changed and made a decision about, about sitting here and, and, and loving on, nurturing, paying attention to, and worshiping the struggle, when I stopped, made a decision to stop doing that, the weight came off. <laughs> With ease. Look at David Venable. And what do you, f yeah, same with, I mean, yeah. same with David, same yeah. with so many, I think there are so many of our guests, like we talk to so many successful, confident people on the right, show. And right. I think so many of our guests have these moments, like these, these switches that flip and it's all of a sudden everything's different. Nothing's changed, but everything's different. Right. Right. It's um, all, and it, then it's it, a shift. And then it slowly starts to change. Yeah. Well, it, everything catches up. So everything, when you make a decision, um, it's done. The deed is done. The goal is met. The everything is in its present time. It just takes the physical world time to catch up with mentally what you've decided. Let me ask you a question about um, time because okay. I, so this is the other thing I really wanted to understand, and I was thinking about a lot since we recorded our last episode, which is if you could send this message back to yourself in mm. 1991 or in you know 2000 or in 2010 or whatever you know, pick a year. Would you have been ready to receive it? Do you think you would have been able to make the switch? Or did you have to be here with your experience now mm -hmm. as Kim in 2023 in order to have whatever it was, right? Experience, wisdom, whatever you want to call it, to make that switch? Do you think you could have done it earlier? If I do. You had this? I do. I do think I could okay. have done it earlier. I think we all can. Um, I think it's up to us to grow and and become more self-aware and, and and fortunately or fortunately however you want to look at it you know we really don't get to that self-reflection and that self-awareness until we've lived a lot of life for most of us you know because you know either we have it easy or we're comfortable or whatever and and that's where I'm trying to teach my son at 16 how to put in place these these tools these revelations that I've had in my own personal life because and what I'm seeing is you can do it at 16 because he just did it. He just did it, yeah. didn't even know he's doing it. Now, what I want to say to you, Zach, and myself and everybody else listening is we do at times do these sort of things. We manifest. We, we do make decisions. We do all that. But what happens is we're not we're not cognizant of it. We don't recognize it. So what I'm trying with Bo, when he was sitting on that bench— and he he said he he said he saw himself sitting on the bench. This is so deep for a sixteen year old kid. I was so I was like, oh my god, oh my god this is so great. I didn't want to freak him out because he'll never tell me anything if I do. So I was just like, oh, that's cool, that's cool. You know, I try to keep it low key. And and he was like, I saw myself sitting there on the bench, getting upset and angry and mad. And he said, and then I was getting you know sad. He said, I was like, I'm I'm so, and he said, I started talking to myself. And then he said. I saw myself doing that, Mom, and I said, you know what? I'm not doing that. I, I, I decided I'm not doing that. I will never forget it. He said, I decided I'm not going to do that. And he said, so I just I switched it just like that. And then two minutes later, he said, the coach put me in. I played the whole entire, like, the rest of the games. 
And yeah. he, and I was like, okay, Kim, we got to stop and teach him that that power of decision that he made will change the whole entire trajectory of every decision he ever makes the whole entire life. But see, I could have let that pass and he was just like, yeah, that was something I did. But what happens is like, if we're not aware of what that kind of power is, and so yes, to answer your question, I think I could have handled that back then if I would have known what I was looking at. Do you know what I'm saying? That's really, yeah, I do know what you're saying. Well, the human it's, mind is like this, I know, it's amazing. It, it's amazing, yeah. but it's quite simple. It's quite yeah. simple. Everything leads back to faith. Whether you have, I'm not talking about religious faith and all that. I say, everything leads back to knowing and believing that you were made uniquely and wonderfully made, one of a kind. Everything leads back to that. And when you know that, then every, and, and you live from that place on a regular basis. See, I knew that in my, in my journals. I mean, you could read, I was like, the Lord, you're so good. And, da, da, da. and I believed in myself. I went on to win Miss Georgia. I mean, like, but right. I didn't know the power that I had in making decisions for my life. I was letting God just, he's always in control, but I was just, I was not participating with him in my developing life. Ooh, so deep, Kim. All right, maybe okay. we'll do a part three. I don't I, know. I don't we'll know. see. If you anyway, want to see a part three, send your questions. Send your questions. And also, <laughs> send us, I mean, look, even if we don't ever put them on air, send us the things you're struggling with and, and, let, and, and get it out. Let, let's start this decision movement. Let's start just doing what David Venable did and Amy Goins and myself and, and my, my facialist Kelly and Bo. And the, let's all be aware of these decisions that we're making in our lives. And I'm telling you, you want to talk about leveling up? Oh, you're going to level up and your whole life is going to catch up with it. All right. Till next time, I'm Kim. Remember, power of decision. And, and you are fearfully and wonderfully made as is. We love you. Love y'all. Bye. Mwah. Lord, help me, help. What's it? It's, I can't even read this. Zach, you need to start journaling. I really do. Wait till you read all these. I think that's your next book, Kim. Just published a journal. Oh my that's God. That's it, you're done. Could you imagine? It's, it's deep. I met this boy, his name's Travis. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think. So Bob says, I'm just a boy. I said, but you're gonna be a man. So you better man up. <laughs> I'm the perfect boy mom. The Kim Grabell Show is produced and edited by Zach Miller at Uncommon Audio. Our associate producer is Kathleen Grant, the brunette exec. Production help from Emily Breeden and Sarah Noto. Our cover art is designed by Sanaz at Mamarian Creative and Mike Kligerman edits the show. And a special thanks to the team at QVC. Head over to thekimgravelshow.com and sign up for our mailing list. Again, we can't do this without you, so thank you for listening. And we love you.